Welcome to the Poppin' Podcast. Well, are we ready? I think I think we're ready. Uh, this week is sponsored by what are you drinking, Stuck? This is Legion Night Owl. <laughs> Pumpkin <laughs> ale. <laughs> That's an owl. That's an owl sound for all you kids that out there. That was an owl sound. And I'm drinking a uh, Highland Brewing Claw Hammer Oktoberfest. So fall fall is coming. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. No sound? No sound uh, sound bites or anything like that? Oh, for Claw Hammer? Yeah. No, I'll leave, you, I'll leave the sound bites to you. <laughs> shink, shink, Claw Hammer. <laughs> I'm convinced. That's your go-to noise for every advertising is just, Claw Hammer, poppin' podcast, welcome. <laughs> With that, welcome to episode, what is this, four? Episode four, sort of. Episode four, week two of the Poppin' Podcast. Welcome Welcome back. Welcome, everybody. First, I want to start this off by uh, welcoming the non-league mate listeners of the Poppin' Podcast. Hello, D. Hello, Jonna. Hello, Will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everybody else who's not listening or not playing in the league but listening we yeah. appreciate it we have taylor i have a question do we have anybody in the league that lives in omaha nebraska um i don't think we do ethan that's very that's very strange because <laughs> on the soundcloud uh statistics you get like a whole bunch of stats yeah three listens from omaha nebraska highest um, highest listening listening city that's incredible. I know one person from Omaha, and it's my sister's best friend from grade school, and I really hope it hasn't been passed along <laughs> to her. Well, we hope not, because we're not that good. Yeah, so shout out to my family, I guess, for, <laughs> for being those extra listens. Um, <laughs> well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Taylor, let's talk about the week that was. Week yeah. two. What game do you want to start with first? Uh... I guess let's talk about the game that you watched. I did not. Green Bay versus Minnesota. Oh, my God. What a ridiculous game. And this is just what makes me mad is I think this is the future that the NFL wants. It's true. They want a future where you can't tackle the quarterback and everybody's all made of glass, Kirk Cousins especially. And what's funny what, what's funny about the Clay Matthews roughing the passer penalty that wasn't a roughing passer penalty was that earlier in that game I don't Taylor I know you didn't watch but Mike Daniels came in for a sack earlier in that game and Kirk Cousins had like pump faked and Mike Daniels had kind of made like a leaping motion at Kirk Cousins and hit him but didn't wrap him up because he was probably afraid that he was going to get a penalty if he actually tackled him sure and so Kirk Cousins was just like oh Wait, what? And then he like scrambled out, and I think oh he might have run for maybe two yeah. yards or maybe passed it to for like a short gain or something. But it's so ridiculous because I just Roger Goodell, man. I don't know. We just need football back. We need football back. We do. We need and the XFL. What we're watching is not. <laughs> yeah, we we do need the XFL. Do you remember that? What? How they would start the game? They would just like let people run for like fifty yards <laughs> and try to collect a ball at the. I don't recall. In my mind, it's just like dudes chugging beer on the field and naked oh, yeah. women. Like mm-hmm. that is what the XFL was to me as a child. Yeah, basically, that's all basically. I remember. Um, 
I know. I... R.I.P. to the XFL and resurgence of the XFL, right? It's coming back. Apparently coming back. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll try to we'll try to update you on that. I know y'all care. Um, <laughs> I did not see any of the Green Bay Vikings game, but I did watch the clip of Clay Matthews, and I I would love to hear from someone else because like I know I am a biased Packers fan, but I have never seen like a just more of a straight tackle. I don't know what I don't know what Seriously, that was. Didn't lead with his head, like tackled him on the side, used his arm to like support his weight on the way down like, i don't it doesn't get any more textbook than that it really does the like scoop and pull rule that the nfl is trying to say it's just ridiculous it, it is. doesn't make any sense it is that's how you tackle somebody yeah it's true you have people who have been are lifetime athletes running as fast as they can to tackle another lifetime athlete it just doesn't make any sense right that's how people tackle um <sighs> yeah i know you're still mad about it. i know you're still torn up about it you're still yeah. heated i can tell um are there any other <laughs> so games heated. Uh, this week that you wanted to go a little in depth on NFL games. I think we need to talk a little bit about Tampa Bay. Yeah, Fitz Magic. Did you see his outfit? I did. I saw. I heard he was okay. wearing Sean Jackson's jacket. Yeah, and you could tell. <laughs> but <laughs> to his tell. credit, I mean, I don't know. I was digging it. Uh, he I just was a looks little... like somebody's like drunk uncle. Yeah, who like. Is always he just like shows up at Christmas and nobody's heard from him for 364 days, and then the one day a year that everybody kind of like gets together, he's just like, "What's up, family?" He he looks like he wants you to believe he has money, and he just yeah. doesn't have any, right. and he probably will sell you a little bit of weed if you need it, right. but uh, other than that, he's not good for much. Um, and he like spray paints with with like gold spray paint his geoprism. Yeah. To like with flames and stuff. Absolutely. I think the only thing we really need to address in that is that, A, I have no idea what the Buccaneers are, and also I don't think Jameis Winston is coming back. I mean, he'll come back. I don't think he's playing. I don't <laughs> think he's he have starting. a starting job at this point? I don't think he Very does. interesting. Very I don't interesting. know if he's on a team in our league, but if he is, drop him now, <laughs> Peter. Drop him. <laughs> Peter. Peter, drop him now. Peter, if you have him, drop him. Um, what's up next? What's the next game? Uh, next game, I mean – the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs can score a lot of points. They Patty can. Mahomes, uh, I heard Alicia say that uh, he's actually a quarterback. So I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, that's uh-uh. news probably to everybody in the league. Probably. Uh, that he's a quarterback. I know we had Alicia on last week, but probably the decision of the week, starting Patty Mahomes over yeah. Tom Brady. Um, yeah. She might, this girl might be for real this year. Do we have to start considering the fact that Alicia is playing fantasy football? Is that something we need to, to start believing? It's a scary thought. It's a scary thought. That's good. Uh, also. <laughs> that's, that's, scary. that's a scary thought. <laughs> Two beers. Two beers in, everybody. Two beers in. Oh, my. Well, that's the night owl talking. <laughs> I can't even handle it. Um, I think that's all the games we needed to go in depth on, mm-hmm. which means it's time for everybody's favorite segment, 16 games in 64 seconds, when Ethan uh. expresses his views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks, I've never seen a more deer in the headlights look than the <laughs> right now, with Ethan getting prepared as he chugs beer for 16 games in 64 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I you're ready? I think that's just going to be the whole segment, me just chugging beer. <laughs> just and not silence. actually responding. 
Um, we know you can't talk for that long. Let me pull up right now my stopwatch. Uh, Ethan, do you feel you're ready for this? Uh, no. Uh, last week, <laughs> last week we missed the mark by a solid minute about. So this week, mm. um, let's see how you can do. We're going to start with Thursday 64 night 64 divided by 16. How many seconds is that per game? Four. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, that doesn't really count me saying the teams. So uh, we'll see how you can do. If you're ready, without further ado, Ethan... And I'm going to start the timer now. Ready, set, Ravens, Bengals. Uh, yep. <laughs> Chiefs, Steelers. Uh, peace sign, Tyreek Hill, again. <laughs> Dolphins, Jets. Sam Darnold is nothing. <laughs> Eagles, Buccaneers. I'm telling you, Buccaneers are for real. Fitz magic. Browns, Saints. Browns, still winless. <laughs> Colts, Redskins. <laughs> Uh, nope. <laughs> Chargers, Bills. <laughs> the Bills are so far and away the worst team in the league. So bad. Vikings, Packers. <sighs> <laughs> Panthers, Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Newton, Chris McCaffrey, they're a good duo. I like that. Texans, Titans. Uh, Texans surprisingly can't win with Deshaun Jackson back. Cardinals, Rams. I mean, Deshaun Watson back. <laughs> Whoever plays for them each week. Uh, the Rams are the favorite to win the Super Bowl, let's be real. Lions 49ers. Uh, the 49ers, Jimmy G, not doing so well. Raiders Broncos. John Gruden is just never going to live down Khalil Mack, for sure. Patriots Jaguars. A little change of the AFC tide right there, I think. Giants Cowboys. Uh, Saquon Barkley is a rookie and looked like it. There we go. Got it right. Seahawks Bears. Uh, the Bears defense is surprisingly good. And that concludes the games. I think that was much better. Four seconds slower than last week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and say we got a little more analysis this week. Yeah, um, right. I was a little bit more prepared. I'd thought about that on some games in advance. Yeah. So it definitely sounded like you were aware of who won the games and uh yeah. I think that's but an upgrade. Petition for next week we changed the name of the segment to sixteen games in one hundred and sixty four seconds. <laughs> yeah, that might help out a little <laughs> bit. Uh not gonna happen though. But ah. um yeah, thanks for that, Ethan. Thanks for that short breakdown. I uh, hope that gave you guys a little insight into every game. Um, yeah, you should be experts now in the NFL, at least. As far as uh, real NFL, did we have any more to cover? Um, did we want to move on to yeah. the week? Big review? news. No, no, no. The big news in the NFL, Josh Gordon goes to New England. Tom Brady's got a like, little, little uh, Randy Moss reincarnate, got a big target. It's true. Let's see if he plays. What does uh, that do to Gronk? I'm scared. That uh, that brings us to our next segment, WWBD. What would the Browns do? So oh. let's let's try to get inside the mind of the Browns, um, the organization. Mm-hmm. I know we were all blessed with solid hard knocks this uh, this season. So um, I do want to address this because I think I want to try to break down what the Browns were thinking. So mm-hmm. over the weekend, correct me if I'm wrong. Browns come out and say, we want to cut Gordon. We're done with him. 
We're going to yeah. cut the guy. First report is that we're cutting Josh Gordon. And these are real reports. This isn't like the National Enquirer. Um, <laughs> this is real real reports that they're cutting Gordon. This isn't like Fox News. or anything. This isn't Fox News. They're cutting Gordon. And uh, somebody must have raised their hand in that meeting and said, hey, you know, we can still trade him. Trades and they threw happen. that guy out the window. And they, they said, no thanks. And they said, so they're like, oh, yeah, why don't we try that? Let's open it up to a trade first. So they, they then, you know, discuss the team. They're like, we, we might trade him, but definitely not in the AFC. We're not going to trade him in the AFC. No. God, no. We are not doing that. We're, we want him out of here. We don't want to see him. First team that calls is the Patriots. Hey, Browns. It's like, it's like the ex-girlfriend that, like, you know you shouldn't be talking to, but, like, for some yeah. reason you're still just clinging to it. That's, <laughs> yes, the, that's the Patriots for the Browns. They're like, oh, it's the Patriots are calling. Should we answer? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just answer. Just answer. It's fine. <laughs> so they answer. Patriots start to talk, and I gotta believe this is how it went. Patriots answer the phone. They're like, "Hey Browns, we'll uh, we'll give you guys a four. And they and the Browns just stopped and like fifth round pick. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> and done, done deal. And then oh. then the Patriots stop them. They're like, "Well, let's just wait. If he doesn't play in ten games, you guys got to give us another pick on top of that." Right, right. And the Browns are like, "We'll take it." At that point, and I'm just like, "What? How?" How much can you just get swindled before you start yeah. feeling like Peter Botini in Pop and Champagne Fantasy Football League? <laughs> like the Browns clearly I'm they even answered the phone. I yeah. I can't believe it, but like what on God's green earth were they thinking giving up and I get it. Dude seems like a plague. I don't even know if he'll ever play. Like he's got issues. Yeah. But I think I think this is a perfect description and a perfect clinic of like how to not run a franchise and then how to run a franchise. Yeah. Like I'm sure whoever made that call from the Patriots office hung up that phone and just smiled at everybody else in the room. Right. And just like did one of the little where you wipe the dust off your hands and you're just like, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Like he was teaching children and, and you, it makes you think that like, the Patriots owner and the Browns owner is the same person. And they're just, he's just you know, they got to have somebody over there that they're yeah. just like, hey, listen, I got a guy over the Browns. Should I call him? Yeah. And yeah. the Browns yeah. are just like willing to do whatever. I don't know what the blackmail is. I don't know what they have on the Browns. Yeah. But the Browns are just the Patriots puppet. That's all this yeah. is. Um, whatever they want, they get. I, I just can't believe. I can't believe. And I got to imagine, I got to imagine on the Browns side, they hung up that phone, and they were just like, "Wow, golly, so- <laughs> that was pretty neat. They're pretty s- cool. So, <laughs> so happy. It's like <laughs> they made their first trade or something, you know? Like right. they're still learning how the game is played, and it's like baby steps, baby steps. This is good. <laughs> um, yeah, Ugh. just absurd. Uh, I feel like we could be NFL owners. We could be. Hey." You want to buy an NFL franchise? We should be NFL owners. I think we okay. should do it. Well, maybe this podcast gets big enough. We'll. Uh, yeah, uh, whoever's in Omaha listening, if you could share this out. Seriously. Please share with your friends. Sub- smash that subscribe button. It turns out it's donation week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, have the donor drive on week five. Man, uh, should we include, um, I think we should probably include at this point in time, news and boats. Um, news and boats in this segment. News and boats? Yeah, I'm. I'm happy you caught that, Ethan. Um, would you consider a jet ski a boat? It floats on water. 
Okay. And it carries a passenger, so yes. Boat. So news in boats. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, as I understand it, was just seen in Miami. Have you ever been to Miami, Ethan? I've never been to Miami. Well, Le'Veon Bell has. To Miami. And he's currently there on a jet ski, reportedly just cruising around Miami. Mm. Do you think he'll ever play for you again? Do you think it's the ownership? Do you think he saw that you drafted him and just decided, I don't want any part of this team? What do you think it is? Uh, well, here's the thing. I consider myself the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So we are one in the same. Mm-hmm. Ethan Stuckmeyer is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers are Ethan Stuckmeyer. Yeah. Yeah. So I need Le'Veon Bell bad. I need him bad. We are not the same without him. We are. Yeah, he's kind of your team. Really struggling. That's another. 20, 25 points every week that he sure. is not supplying to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to know what, what he's doing right now. What's he, what do you think he's doing? He's on Has a anybody talked to him? I think he's on Has a Has anybody talked to him? <laughs> I thought you would talk to him. I thought you were the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought that was your job. Has anybody talked to him? Is he, <laughs> is he hanging out with other teams? He's not doing all right. You know what he's doing? Can you have him, can you have him call me? Yeah. Please? Anyone out there? Le'Veon, if you're listening, if you're one of the seven listens this week, can you... Are you hanging out in Omaha, Nebraska? <laughs> Le'Veon, is that you? Um, yeah, let's talk about... Now that we've, we've really delved into your abysmal team, Ethan, let's Whoa. talk about... Let's do the League Games recap. Let's do what everyone knows, what everyone's mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, game one, let's just talk about your game. Let's talk about Chris and Ethan. Let's, can we cut back... How is easy is it in GarageBand to cut back to last week when Ethan said, well, I'm obviously going to beat Chris, and then we stopped talking about it. We didn't even preview that game because my co-host was so confident. You know what? Chris sent me a screenshot over the weekend and said, hey, remember when Ethan said he's going to beat me? He sent you that? He did. He sent you that? He did that. So what? He even even brought it up in the group me. He even brought it up in the group me. Yeah. It was bad. Um, Yeah. Ethan, your team not performing, not much of a team. Um, I need Le'Veon Bell back. I did want to talk about, since we are addressing that game, um, each week I think it would be a good idea to talk about the pickup of the week. Obviously, there's some mm-hmm. transactions take place overnight on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't listen to this, so we can't preview any waiver wires. But pickup of the week I wanted to talk about um, was actually somebody you picked up, Stuckmeyer. Um, I believe his name was Trent Taylor. I had yeah. to click on his little player bio uh-huh. because I thought, uh-huh. does Tyrod Taylor have a different name? I'm not aware uh-huh. of. Um, no, he changed it. Yeah. yeah. So who is Trent Taylor? And then I looked, and I was like, wow, I've never heard of this man, uh, but my co-host knows what he's doing. I better look at the yeah. stat line. Trent mm-hmm. Taylor, for those of you who don't know, which is all, all of you, uh, San Francisco 49ers wide receiver, yep. and stat line for week two, two targets. Zero receptions, zero yards, zero touchdowns. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to go over what, uh, what was happening there. What inside info did you have that we were not aware of? <laughs> well, Marquise Godwin. Marquise. Out. Marquise. <laughs> Is that his name? Marquise? Biggie. I I think it's just Marquise. I don't think it's Marquise. I know the Q Marquise. and the U gets confusing. But uh, Goodwin. 
also, not Godwin. So, pretty pretty spot on. Marquise Godwin anyway, was hurt. Yeah, was hurt. Sure. So, I figure somebody's got to pick up those receptions. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, <laughs> it was clearly not Trent Taylor. <laughs> Going forward, so, will yeah. he be on your team? No, I've already uh, placed a waiver wire uh, claim for another player, so he's off the team if that goes through. Just and it should go to go through because I'm 0-2, so I get pretty pretty top of the line. That's true. That is true. Who are you trying to pick up just so I don't have to waste my time? I'm not telling you. Gotcha. Okay, so week one, you and Chris, um, I don't really think there's much to talk about. You don't have Le'Veon, right? And Chris scored a ton of points. Um, well, it's, here's the thing, though. It's sure. always a little sus. When you lose to the team that scored the most points in the league, yeah, because it seems pretty fluky right there. Sure. So, of course, eh, we'll have to play again, Chris, and we'll see what the outcome is. I doubt it's going to be the same. Yeah, I'm guessing this early since you guys played there. There will be a rematch, so I'll, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Put it on the calendar. Circle it. Circle it. Coming up next, game two, Alicia and Tom. Um, a week after failing miserably at Tom trivia. It appears mm-hmm. that Alicia got to know Tom very well. Um, Tom, I hope your wife isn't listening to this uh, because what happened in that game was a clear violation. Um, I don't know how you feel, Tom, after the weekend, but uh, this game was out of hand. Just Tom trivia, Tom's feelings are hurt. Yeah. So I don't know what that means, but I know... <laughs> Tom clearly got demolished in this game. I don't know if you're looking at the score here. Uh, it was 141 to 104. Alicia almost scoring the most in the league. Obviously, that was Chris who beat you. But uh, but um, really dominated. And I think it goes down to, like, honestly, I, I would love to not give Alicia credit. But um, just straight up good management of her team. Patty Mahomes yeah. over Tom Brady. And that was a smart move. And uh, I think it's a hard thing to do week two is sit Tom Brady. But she done did it um yeah start sit of the week there for sure yeah um absolutely tom brady always has magic in his blood so whether he's playing the best defense in the league in the jacksonville jaguars doesn't matter he's always going to seemingly perform well but patrick mahomes coming in six touchdowns ridiculous i can't even uh, play by out. alicia there so yeah good on you um, and I believe you had a stat. Uh, you went to our statistician, uh, Marvin, provided you with this stat. That'd be my dog. Um, what was that stat, Ethan? That yeah, no, he's the, I mean, shout out to Marvin. He's really what keeps this podcast going uh, as far as our analysis here. He's always spewing the good news. So of course. Um, I think a couple, maybe it was last week that you called Alicia the Cleveland Brown, or maybe that was I in did. the Lost Draft League. Or yes. The draw, lost the recrap. The recrap. Yeah. Um, but you called Alicia the Cleveland Browns of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't do that anymore. We can't. Because she's won two games, and that's more than the Cleveland Browns have won in the past two seasons. So, uh, wow. Yeah. No longer can she be called the Cleveland Browns of the league. And I, I looked this up. So, crazy stat here. If mm-hmm. Alicia wins next week and the Browns lose, yep. I don't know who they play. But if the Browns lose, she will have surpassed the number of wins that the Cleveland Browns have had in 1,017 days. That's insanity. That's insanity. That is that is over three years. That is a lot of days. That the, I can't even count that high. I, I cannot imagine if 
should we call the Browns and let them know just how bad that is? If they knew Alicia Champagne was about to win more games than them. I mean, I don't think it would change anything. They would probably trade like Baker Mayfield <laughs> at that point. They would. Um, <laughs> that's gross. Game three of last week. Uh, actually, Kyle Lamb had a bye, uh, so we can move on from that game. Yeah, we can move on from that. Uh, after that, Keegan and I... Uh, wow. Keegan and I played, and this game brings up, this was a hard week for me. Um, this game does bring up our sit shame, I believe. Uh, the highest bench player, highest scoring bench player, Matt Breida. Burrito Breida, uh, on my bench with a solid 23 some points. I'm pretty sure that would have been like the highest score in, on my team, uh, for this. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, And if it weren't for Matt who is game five, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. That mm-hmm. was definitely the game of the week. But if it was not for Matt, who for some reason thought he could win, you know what it was? He scored so many points last week that he thought he could win without playing a kicker. Apparently. That's exactly what it was. That's apparently what it was. So if it was not for Matt not playing a kicker, Taylor, you would have taken home the crown for mismanagement of the year so far. Sure. In the young season that we've got here. But... uh but going ahead, thankfully, last game, Matt McVane versus Peter. And I told you prior to this podcast, I was so ready to give Pete so much credit for his management <laughs> of his team finally. Dude wrote in, Monday night game. I'm sleeping, mm. and this man in his sleep just like just goes out and, and wins it with Uncle Will Disley, right? Will Disley. And I want to read. So ESPN does these little bios on players, right? Sure. Every yeah. week. I want to read what ESPN has listed for Will Disley. Please this do. Week. They say once is an accident and twice is a trend. Disley has now scored touchdowns in two consecutive games, so his performance now falls into trend territory. Will Disley. Look at Pete. Look at Pete picking up. On an accident. On an accident. Turning it into a trend. Might be might be the true actual pickup of the week is Pete with Will Disley. Um, Literally laughed at that man. Uh, We have so much to cover with Pete. Um, I can't believe... Very active week for Pete. Very active week for Pete. And I think there's a lot of questions I have for him that I know he won't be able to answer because he has no idea what he's doing. But I think it will be important to get him on. Before we call Pete, I do want to, before we move on, address the fact that uh, Matt McVeigh did not play an active kicker. <laughs> and I just, I just can't wrap yeah. my brain around that. I think um, going forward, there needs to be some form of punishment. I don't even mm. know what. How, how much did, do we know, how much did he lose by? Four points. Four points. Four points to and it has to be worse that it's Peter. That he lost to oh, Peter. Yeah. yeah. Because he didn't play a kicker four points. Um What's wow. the average what's the average score for a kicker? Five? More than four. It's yeah. gotta be more than four. Um <laughs> I just can't even what what was happening that on Sunday you saw, hey, Greg Zerline's not gonna play and Matt McVeigh thought, no. I'm sorry. What is the noise I'm hearing in the background, Ethan? Can we address what that is? <laughs> Please tell me what I think I... that's a bird. I think that's a bird. <laughs> is is there a bird in your home right now? It's sitting on my shoulder. 
Can't you see him? Do you own a bird? No, no, I don't own a bird. There's a bird sitting outside the window over here. Are your walls made of cardboard? Why could I hear so clearly that bird? <laughs> He's sitting literally outside. My window. Isn't that a song? I don't know. Um, since uh, we have Pete on the line, how about we go ahead? We'll call Pete. We'll get into the mind of Pete. Um, welcome now. Our special guest. Oh, God, this is going to be great. Petey Pob. Here he is. All right. All right. All right. Pete on the phone. We have. God. Look at him. Peter Botini in the flesh. Um, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, that's how you wanted to start it. All right. That's good. That's <laughs> the first words from Peter Botini on the podcast. Will be that creepy what's up that he left us with. <laughs> um, Pete, we are so happy to have you on. Uh, really excited. I think we've all been looking forward to this moment for literal minutes. Um, minutes. Minutes we've been looking forward to it. So I must say I've actually been dreading this. Why? You guys are so mean. <laughs> so mean. Pete, you have no idea. Pete's been a recurring theme of the podcast, obviously. Uh <laughs> A lot of good material there and a lot to, to talk about, a lot to hash out. I think this is probably, um, this last week was probably the most exciting week in Pete's life. So I think there's a lot we have to talk about. It's got to be up there. Um, tons, tons that have, tons of things have happened. Pete, um, welcome on the show. It's good to have you. Why don't we just start, why don't we just start it off with, um, with a little segment I like to call the Pete Principle. Uh, thanks to Chris. Pete, I'm going to put you on the clock here. Um, you now have about 20 seconds to just describe over the past week um, your strategy for for the week uh, going into that matchup with McVeigh. Uh, ready, set, go. Well, it's called winning, but uh, the principle is I pick up the kicker of the quarterback's team that I'm facing – so that every point gained by that quarterback will eventually be uh, reduced somehow. That way, your Drew Brees, your Aaron Rodgers, is not as effective as they normally would be. <laughs> Done. That's good. That was great. That was under 30 seconds. And so when you say not as effective as they normally would be, you mean one point less for every touchdown they score. Is yeah. that correct? I mean, you have to take into account field goals, too. If they drive down the field and my guy kicks a field goal. That is true. You know, that's hey, something. That is good. Who's 1-1 one and, one and who's 0-2? Oh that's something I don't often think about with kickers well, is the field goals. So thanks for bringing that up, Pete. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go into that matchup with McVeigh. Um, so your wait, kicker wait, before, strategy. Before we, before we go into that, sure. I just wanted to touch on this strategy because i think it's really interesting and yeah. i asked oh, yeah. emily my girlfriend who's never played a single second of fantasy football in her life and doesn't girlfriend watch nfl roommate. games and all that kind of stuff and yeah told totally her about cool. this strategy that you have pete she said well it sounds sounds pretty good sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah 
So, just to be clear, uh, just so we're all on the same page, Ethan's girlfriend, Mickey Mouse, and also highly, <laughs> highly agrees with Pete's strategy of kickers. Sounded like a great idea to her, and that's how you know that's how you that know. Pete's just playing the game right. Great idea, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, I think that was, so, that was more like so Cobra yeah. or Doughboy, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, Pete, um, talk about that, because mm-hmm. you made... The first trade in the league. Talk about that trade. <laughs> I mean, you guys know I don't really trust trade proposals. Sure. <laughs> Why would anyone want to trade me anything unless they are trying to take advantage of me, right? Obviously. Yeah. Why would you want to One that? too many times. And looky here, I got Keegan. Got him. <laughs> and it was way too easy. Can you walk us through those trade negotiations? I, Daniel Carlson. <laughs> it was, hey, Keegan. Uh, I want Will Lutz. You can have him back after this week. I don't care. Just give him to me. <laughs> Are you going to trade him back, Daniel Carlson? Or is he going to trade you back, Daniel Carlson? I don't, I don't give a shit because I already put in a waiver request for Graham Gano. <laughs> okay, breaking news. Pete put in a waiver request for Graham Gano. Somebody you hop can on. bet your guess ass who I'm playing. we're not going to let him playing. get Graham Gano. Ethan Stuckemeyer, who has Cam Newton. All right, well, we'll see if that strategy can pan out. I don't know. Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't think it's going to matter. A bit better I mean, I'm than those other quarterbacks. Kill you. I don't know what either one you said. Pete, amazing to pull off that uh, that trade. And honestly, as much as I wanted to make fun of you, um, Daniel Carlson, cousin Dan, your 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 cousin. I think as your I actual it, cousin right? that you traded away. Your actual cousin, mm-hmm. Daniel Carlson, missed. Does anyone have the stat? How many field goals did he miss? 18. Miss 18 field goals. 18 field goals. Wait, yeah. Mm-hmm. In that last week. And that honestly was incredible. The point differential that you made up. Um, maybe Matt McVeigh should take a number from your book, considering he didn't even have a kicker in that last matchup. And getting into that, Pete, um, can you walk us through, because I understand, uh, I'm just going to pull up here quickly. Can you walk us through what was going on in your mind monday night you're down how many going into that game um i was let's see i was down almost 30 i think almost 30 points going into the monday Monday night night. i was like obj better have a big night alan robinson i expected him to have like 10 sure and then i was thinking i'm gonna really enjoy this buffalo wild wings (laughs) no matter how this turns out (laughs) um i didn't really give a shit you know, yeah. I just honestly, I'm here to talk to you guys. That that's why I play. You <laughs> yeah, know? that's why I play this game. Of course, and mm-hmm. I think, and to rip on Keegan. I think um, I think the funniest part about that night is um, I'm literally in bed, about to fall asleep, and uh, I get a text from Pete going into that night, and it must be like what first quarter down, maybe into the second quarter, and all it says is. I can do this. <laughs> I can beat McVeigh. This man had so much hope. I just read that and thought he needs this. You know, like this guy needs this victory. Um, I was so proud you of you, Pete. You know what's funny? When I sent you that, I was looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> had nothing. I wasn't even talking to you. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, His I thumbs were just moving. <laughs> Had nothing to do with fantasy football. It had nothing to do with fantasy football. 
<laughs> just, just, hey, you know this thing we call life? I can do this. I can do it. <laughs> and uh, you're proving it every day, Pete. Um, uh-huh. You really are. Uh, now, uh, one and one, you beat the top scorer in the league last week. He didn't have a kicker playing, but that aside, you beat him. You had some crazy pickups. I, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you one more thing before we get into um, a little bit of Tom trivia. Tom up. trivia. Um, Tom trivia. I just want to. Oh, wa- fuck. I want. <laughs> I want to know, <laughs> Uncle Will Disley. Mm. Is that just another part of the family for you? How did you know to make that pickup? This is two weeks in a row that man has scored a touchdown. How did you know? He has red hair. That was going to happen. Mm. <laughs> fair skin. Uh, I mean, Seattle drafted him because of his red hair and fair skin. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of sunshine oh, there. Oh, gold Pete Carroll. Um, and mostly, I think it was an article in Us Weekly I read about Will Disley. Sure. No, I've, I have no idea. He was the first one on the list, I think. No, he wasn't. He wasn't even the first one on the list. I don't know how I picked up Will Disley. I just imagine yeah. that you're sitting there. You're like, oh, God, what do I do? Uh, and you just, like, throw a dart. At a board, kind of, and it like landed on a patch of dirt, and you're just like Will Disley. I think <laughs> I was looking at tight ends who had the best week one, and I just yeah, I kind of just picked. But I have a question. Yeah, does it piss you guys off to have a worse record than someone who puts such little time into this? Um. Well, that brings us to our next segment. Tom trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Kid, I'm gonna address it actually since we're here. I'm just going to address the fact no, that Peter's first victory came how? Let's break it down. Mm. A, his opponent doesn't play a kicker. B, he wins on the Monday night game due to a random-ass pickup from a tight end named Will Disley. C, he somehow made a trade before the week and gave away a kicker that missed legitimately three field goals. That What, did you win by four, Pete? Yep. Difference maker. I swear to you, nothing could have aligned more than what happened for you over the course of last week for you to win that game. The planets aligned. God looked down and said, what is happening? Give this man a victory. Like, there could not have been a more fluky victory in your week two matchup against Matt McVeigh. It took 27 years for God to notice. (laughs) And uh, let's get into a little Tom trivia. Tom trivia. Tom trivia. Um, as we all know, this is our favorite segment. Uh, we get to know Tom a little bit. Who's Tom? I'm still not sure. And that's why we're getting to know him. (laughs) So question one, Pete, let's just get into it. How many children, if any, does Tommy have? And now this is multiple choice. Oh, okay. So, uh, zero, one, two, three, or four. How many children does Tom have? I think he has one child. One child. <clears throat> that is incorrect. I'm so sorry. Incorrect. Counting his dog? Very, 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 not even close. Really. Could not even be more wrong about that. How many kids that. does he have? He's got two children. Yeah. Two so lovely, wrong. So wrong. beautiful babies. Uh, one, I have no idea what they are, actually. That wasn't really part of the question. So, uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, the next question, Pete, for you and just so we can get to know Tom. How did Tom get into this league? And this was a short answer question, so I honestly don't have any choices for you. How do you think, how do you recall Tom getting into this league? Tom was invited by Keegan, wasn't he? Oh my God, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) That is somehow correct. 
Tom I was invited by Keegan. Uh, according to Tom himself, Keegan told him there might be a spot open, and the rest is history. Why we yeah. let Keegan invite and he's people? He's been there. He's been here for like eight <laughs> years, hasn't he? No. If you uh, would have listened to the podcast last week, you would have learned that. I answer. didn't. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing. And that's why we listen to the podcast to know Tom. Apparently, Pete does not. Uh, so <laughs> uh, take a listen, Pete. Get educated. The last question we have for you today about Tom, and this is a softball. I'm surprised you got the second answer correct, but this is a softball for you. Which shoe does Tom put on first in the morning, left or right? (laughs) I wish you guys could all see how hard Pete is thinking about (laughs) it. 50-50 shot, Pete. I think he's like like, every week you make a pickup. He might be, I think he's Googling something. Yep. I hear typing. It's left. It's left. (laughs) No, <laughs> Pete. I had decided pre-podcast that I were going to say you were wrong, no matter what you chose. But you really were wrong. <laughs> you really were wrong about that, and that makes me happy. Uh, one for three. That is the score to beat. Apparently, that's what Alicia got last uh-huh. week. That's what Pete got. Uh, clearly, we know about thirty-three percent of Tom. Mm. Um, which Tom, is enough. Sorry. Which is enough, really. Uh, but at the end, hopefully, you know, the numbers game. Hopefully, we can get to know him. 100%. Sure. I am, I'm just going through his Facebook right now. <laughs> just scrolling through. I'm shocked you found What's him. Up, um, just before we let you go, Pete, uh, a quick breakdown. Um, who do you play this week? I play Ethan. Oh, let's okay. bring it on. Good. And I'm just going to roll through this shit. This is actually my matchup of the week. Pete, can you give me about 5, 10 seconds about um, any strategy you have or what you're worried about or what you're excited about with your matchup with Stuck? Uh, playing Carson Wentz. He's oh, back, baby. He's back, baby. I was projected to only win by like eight points when I had Andy Dalton, and I put Carson Wentz in, and they're like, it's not even fair. Wow, this is a wow. huge week for Pete, um, proving that he deserves to be in the league. Stuckmeyer, uh, proving. Have you guys looked at my toughness of schedule over the next, like, four weeks? It goes, Ethan. Tough game. Uh... Tom, or no, it goes Brooks, bye week. 0 and 2. Yeah, that's a bye week. Tom, 0 and 2. Taylor, 0 and 2. And then Keegan, who's 2 and 0. But wow. he'll do something to fuck that up. That might be something we have to address. Strengths of schedule going forward. Um, yeah. Wow, it seems I like he'll come out the end of that uh, 1 and 4. I'll see Kyle Lamb in the championship. What? Seems like uh, Pete's going to come. I'll see Kyle Lamb in the <laughs> I wish... Who's speaking? Who's speaking? I wish you two would shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so I could run this GD podcast. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> Pete, I think uh, have any bold predictions for the league? Anything? Uh, anything you predict that will happen? What's the outlook? End of the weeks. Uh, predictions ba- just based on any matchup? Yeah, based based on your predictions for the for the league for the rest of the season. Um, you know, there's nothing. I don't know. Nothing I've been paying attention to. I will say Chris Robinson is more happy than I've ever heard this kid when talking about fantasy football. And I don't think it's a, like because of his wife. It's because he's 2-0, <laughs> has a lot of energy. He's playing Alicia this week. That's so true. That may be a matchup to watch as well. Um, he really is overjoyed. I've never seen him talk this much about fantasy football. We might have to have <laughs> him back on the show clearly before before we began he was uh not looking forward to fantasy football but i think we've inspired new life in him he texts me almost every other day just asking me about the league just just i got a text from him that said 
how scared are you of my team? And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't respond, but uh, it's good to you're see shaking that in this, your boots. I was so scared I could not respond, but it's good to see that people are um, people are back on board, taking this much interest. Pete, thanks for coming on. Uh, any last words? Otherwise, we'll say goodbye to you. Um, no, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for being here. Um, have a good rest of your night. We look forward to seeing how your team does very poorly is the answer. And um, we'll hopefully have you back on in later weeks. Uh, please be sure to hit the end so I don't have to look at you for the remainder of this podcast. And uh, thanks for coming on, man. It's been fun. Love you guys. Love you, Pete. Bye. See you, bye. bye. Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. That was Peter Bottini. And uh, I think there were probably one or two more things that we needed to do to wrap up and look forward to the week ahead. Um, my matchup of the week, which we addressed in interview, was Ethan and Pete. I just think it's a big, you know what, right now I'm saying that. I don't want to reflect back and say, remember when Taylor talked about these two irrelevant teams? <laughs> Pete and Ethan. Uh, another, another... Another matchup of the week, possibly, is Alicia's 2-0 versus my 0-2. And, um, and I could just be saying that because I, I just can't imagine a world where I lose to Alicia. Yeah, honestly, that's that's my game of the week because that's, uh, that's a turning point in the season already for both of mm-hmm. you. If she can win three yeah, games huge. right away in the beginning of the season, she's in a good spot to make the playoffs. You lose three games in a row, that's going to be rough. That's why I'm going to have a very hard time if I lose to Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, And so, speaking of Alicia, I did want to... We couldn't get her on this week, but I did want to do a little bit of injury analysis Mm -hmm. with Alicia because that's always a fun fun segment. Wait, I got a a little... uh, I'll I'll do it. I'll be Alicia. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, if you're going to... If your guy is injured, don't play him. But if he's not injured, you could play him if you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I heard this guy is going to be out. Yeah, so I decided I guess I won't play him. And maybe Matt McVeigh missed the podcast last week um, about don't play guys who are out because he played Greg Zerlant, kicker who's out. Uh, Alicia also wanted to let us know. I asked her about joey mix mm-hmm. joey minxon uh joey the minx yep. and for cincinnati Bengals running back who's going to be out um for some time 
And I'll just go ahead and read her response to me. I said, uh, can I get a few words on Mixon's injury? Because I think we're all kind of wondering. Yeah. And her response was, depends. You trying to pick up Geo? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Alicia, for that analysis. Um, she's clearly on top of her game this year. And uh, good to see that she's she's serious about the league. Um, that's all I got. Hey, so. I, got a, I got something. I think this is going to yeah. be a podcast history first. Uh-huh. Let's do it live. Hey, Taylor, I've got a trade offer for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's hear it. I will trade you Jordan Reed okay. for Alex Collins. Wow. Jordan Reed for Alex Collins. Sounds nice. How did Jordan Reed do last week? Not the best, but <laughs> how did Greg Kittle do? Gregory George Kittle. Listen, <laughs> the only reason I'm not going to do this trade and uh, really appreciate I was this was an on-the-spot trade is because Georgie Porgy Kittle is currently the 13th tight end in the league, top 15, hasn't scored a touchdown yet, and I don't think that trend continues. Most importantly, I don't want to change my team name. And that's <laughs> why I'm going to deny this trade. Uh, I think good things on the way for George Skittles Kittle. I, Absurd. Uh, yeah. Not with Trent um, Taylor in the lineup, I tell you that. Can't wait to see who you try to pick up while dropping Trent Taylor stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be good. All that and more next week on the podcast. Any closing words? It's been a pleasure as always. It is. Uh, thank you to the Bross family uh, for listening. Thank you, Bross. And the mystery listener in Omaha, Nebraska. We love you. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week on the Poppin' Podcast. Poppin' Podcast. Bye, everybody.